0: The, the title of this series is called The Messiah in the Tanakh. And uh, if you don't know what the Tanakh is, hold on for a minute. You'll find out what that means in a minute. But um, uh, uh, And and this is an introductory level. I'm also teaching this series. I'm, I'm already on uh, tomorrow. I'll be doing the 18th lesson in this. So for some of the folks that... Uh, um, uh, double-dip the chip. Uh, th- th- some of this will be review. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, uh, I-, I hope that it is a blessing. I trust to accomplish three things during this uh, series. Number one, I trust that uh, it will help us to see the prophecies and the fulfillment of these Messianic passages. Uh, I trust number two that it will help us understand the Jewishness of our faith. Although we are not a Messianic congregation, um, you can't understand the New Testament without understanding the Old Testament. I was blessed um, to be discipled by a pastor, Pastor Ernie Brody, who took a very Jewish approach to the interpretation of the Scriptures. And because of that, um, our church in New Jersey, Robertsville Bible Church, was one of the first churches to support a um, Jewish evangelist by the name of Craig Hartman, which we are supporting. And through that friendship uh, I developed with Brother Craig, uh, I, I'm able now to serve on the, the board of Shalom Ministries. So it help us to understand the Jewishness of our faith. And number three, help us, to be able to witness to our Jewish friends. And um, we have a lot more in common with Jewish people than a lot of people think. Um, uh, Because more than half of our book is their scriptures. So um, we have a lot more in common. Open your Bibles tonight to Luke 24, verse 44. Luke 24, 44. There's kind of the theme verse for this series. And uh, of, of course, in Luke 24, it's, it's uh, the, the resurrection chapter. The Lord is raised from the dead. He appears to the women. He appears to two disciples on the Emmaus Road. Um, uh, and, and of course, He makes mention of teaching them the Scriptures. But when Jesus appears to the disciples, He says this to them in verse 44. And He said unto them, These are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. Okay? So notice, we'll get back to that. Keep a mark here. We're going to come back to that passage. But notice uh, how Jesus basically said the whole Old Testament, is about me, okay? So literally, our Bible from cover to cover, from Genesis to Revelation, is all about the Messiah, the Lord Jesus. During Jesus and the disciples' time, um, they didn't possess the completed Revelation that we have. Um, Or they didn't even possess Bibles that could be carried around. Uh, All the Bibles in that time, uh, literally, were scrolls. And uh, um, to hear the Scriptures in Jesus' day, you needed to attend the synagogue, the temple, or hear it recited from memory in the home. Uh, Turn with me to Deuteronomy, fifth book in the Bible, Deuteronomy chapter 6. Deuteronomy chapter 6, starting in verse 4, the Bible says this,
1: Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God
0: is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house,
1: and when thou walkest by the way,
0: and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thy hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes. And thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house, and on thy gates. So, so notice the instruction. Um, this passage is called the Shema, and Shema is Hebrew for listen. Notice the first word, here. Okay. okay, so listen, and, um, and 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 so the mention of the importance of sharing the scriptures with your household in your house. Now, when Jesus grew up as a boy in the village of Nazareth, he no doubt attended the synagogue with his family, because we read uh, in Mark when he starts his ministry, what's the first synagogue he announces that he is the Messiah for. Uh, to, you know, what is the first synagogue he announces that he is the Messiah? His home, synagogue in Nazareth. And, and so it says in there, as his custom was. But Jesus would have, as a boy, would have uh, uh, no doubt attended synagogue, but also synagogue school, Hebrew school. The Jewish boys at that time, uh, were sent to school uh, at about the age of five or six years old. So from a very early on in their life, they were sent to Hebrew school. Um, sorry, ladies, the boys were sent. Ladies were taught to do things from mom in, in the home. And they, they learned the scriptures as well, but they would learn them from dad in the house, and as well as going to the, the synagogue. But um, the scrolls that made up the Tanakh, the Tanakh is what we call our Old Testament, okay? So for us, from Genesis through Malachi, and we'll talk about this in, in a minute a little more, but from Genesis to Malachi, we call it our Old Testament. They call it the Tanakh. We'll talk about what that means in a minute. Um, the scrolls that make up the Tanakh uh, were the only texts that were used in this Jewish school. When, a, when an observant Hebrew boy turns 13, he is considered bar mitzvah. What does that mean? It's Hebrew for son of the commandment. Okay, So it means that when he's 13 and he's bar mitzvah, he is now subject the law. He must obey it. He has all the rights and obligations of a Jewish adult, including the commandments of the Torah. And from that date, he will wear the tefillin. Now look at Deuteronomy 6.8. It says, and thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thy hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes. Now, this is called uh, the, the, the New Testament word, the Greek word for this is phylacteries, okay? Um, where Jesus in Matthew 23 talks about the Pharisees and how they make, uh, why they're phylacteries. Now, what are they? Uh, these were things that were tied around the wrist, and, and these were things that were uh, tied on the head, and and. For uh let's see, Sandy and I went to um Israel this year and and Joanna and um and Joe were with us, and when we were on the airplane going over to Israel with all the Hasidic Jewish people from New York City at a certain time, I think it was two times while we were flying, all the Jewish men from thirteen and up got up and they tied their um, they tied their tasseling around their arms and on their head, and they went into their daily prayer routine twice, making the uh, stewardesses very unhappy. Okay, because they just stand up and do their prayers. Okay, um, but but this is this is what is being spoken of in Deuteronomy. This is also what is being spoken of where Jesus mentions it in Matthew 23. So they would do this on a daily basis. And also, after they were bar mitzvahed, they would participate in synagogue service and take their place in the Jewish community. Now, even though Jewish people, in Jesus' day, did not have access to a Bible... Uh, like we do today, they knew their Tanakh very well. Look at John chapter 1, verse 45. As Jesus is choosing his disciples and some of these disciples are getting excited and they're going and telling their friends. Well, in verse 45, Philip, it says, Findeth Nathaniel, And said unto him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Now, they didn't have a nice black bound book to carry around with them like we do every day. How did they know what Moses wrote in the law and how did they know what the prophets wrote? Memory, hearing it read, okay? making it a part of their life. And I think sometimes uh, they put us to shame in that aspect with the the memory of of the Word of God. Throughout all of the Tanakh, as we have seen from Luke 24,
1: there are verses,
0: passages, and prophecies about the Messiah, the Lord Jesus. And we will be studying these and their fulfillment in the week, weeks ahead. So that's, that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to, after this week, we're going to be looking at the prophecies starting right in the beginning of the Bible, Genesis chapter 3. And we're going to look at prophecies from there all the way forward until we exhaust them. Well, I don't know if it will be everyone, but we'll look at it. Now, the Bible of the Jewish people is called the Tanakh. When talking to a Jewish person, never refer to their sacred scripture as the Old Testament. Okay? Why Why is that? They don't have a... Right? So it's it's offensive to them if you call it the 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 Old Testament. Testament. You know, know, the the Old Old Testament Testament says, Mm -hmm. your book, and Mm -hmm. although that's a... True statement, it's it's not what and how they recognize it. Okay, it's called the Tanakh. Very good. Get that kh at the end, Tanakh. Okay, and um, um, the word Tanakh is an acronym for what it contains. Okay, T it contains the Torah. We'll talk about what these are. Okay, N. It, can, it, contains, um, the and, and 3K, it contains the Nebim. And three, K, it contains the okay And we'll talk about what these mean. And I'm sure my Gentile tongue is destroying the way to say these things. okay um, But the Hebrew Tanakh has the same complete content as our Old Testament. Only the arrangement is different. And the number of books is different. How many books are in our Old Testament? Thirty-nine. And in the Tanakh, there are twenty-four books. And you say, "Oh, they left a whole bunch out. They didn't leave anything out. Okay? Or,
1: number two, we
0: didn't add anything. And we'll talk about that in a moment. Okay? So... Notice with me again the threefold division of what Jesus says in Luke 24:44, and how even in Jesus' day they saw the division of the Tanakh that the Jewish people recognize today. Okay,
1: verse 44. He said unto them, These are the words which I spake unto you
0: while I was yet with you. Which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. The law of Moses, the Torah, the prophets, the, the, the Nebim, and the Psalms, the Ketuim. Okay? So the division is there. So on the back, you will see I spelled out the word Tanakh with the T and the N and the K uh, in, uh, uh, highlighted. Now, the first division of the Tanakh is the Torah, the first five books of Moses. Um, and, And the word Torah means instruction or teaching, okay? And what are those five books? Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. The five books of Moses, also called the Pentateuch, which is Greek for five books, okay? Uh, Don't call the Pentateuch the Pentateuch when you're talking to a Jewish person, okay? It's the Torah. So that's the first part. The the second division, you'll notice uh, Jesus said uh, the law of Moses and in the prophets. The second division is the Nebim, and it means the prophets. Hebrew word for prophet is nevi, and the I am ending makes it plural. And, and this section of the book is divided up into two sections: the former prophets and the latter prophets. The former prophets are Joshua, Judges, the book of Samuel. Now we have first and second Samuel, right? we split the book in two they have the book of samuel okay not first and second samuel so same content but they just have it in one book they have the book of kings we have what first and second kings but they have the book of kings it's not divided same content and these former prophets They tell the history of Israel, notice, from Joshua, the crossing of the Jordan River. I almost said the crossing of the Delaware River. The crossing of the Jordan River by George Washington. No, the crossing of the Jordan River by the children of Israel to the Babylonian captivity. And if you read Joshua through Kings, You get that story. Then they have the latter prophets. The the latter prophets in that second division uh, of of the second division of the book they have Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel, and a a scroll called the Twelve. Okay?
1: So Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel is what we
0: would call, what heading would we put them under? The major prophets. And and the 12, Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi, are the 12 minor prophets. Now, minor major, is one more important than the other? has nothing to do with that. It's just the size of the book. So now do you see why they have less books than us? because they combine all of Samuel into one book, all of kings into one book, all of the minor prophets into one book. okay There's more more we'll see in a moment.
1: okay so so that's the second division.
0: Uh, the Nevi'im, and then the Ketuvim. And this, this word means the writings. This section is divided into three sections. Okay? Um,
1: and the first section is the
0: Met. This means uh, it's Hebrew for truth. And it is an, also an acronym. The first letter of each of these books spells the Hebrew word truth, Psalms,
1: Proverbs,
0: Job, okay? We would put these under our poetry section, okay? They're put under the writing section, and in particular, uh, even smaller division, they're put under the section called the, the truth. Then in the ketamine, you have the five megalot, and And Megalit uh, means the five scrolls. And these scrolls are are read during important Jewish feasts throughout the year. The five books here are, are the book of Song of Songs, the book of Ruth, the book of Lamentations, the book of Ecclesiastes, and the book of Esther. Okay? And then the last section... The of the Ketavim is called Histories. And this tells the story from Adam to the return of Israel after the exile. You say, wait a minute. If you look at the first word, uh, the first verse of the book of First Chronicles, it takes us all the way back to Adam. Okay, And then, of course, D- Daniel uh, it is an uh, exilic, prophet, and Ezra and Nehemiah, they are what? Uh, Post-exilic prophets. So in in here they have three books. They have, uh, even though it's five for us, they have three books. The book of Daniel, the book of Ezra and Nehemiah are combined into one, and the book of Chronicles, first and second, are combined into one. Although we have 39 books, and they, they have 24 books. It's all the same, same content. Okay, okay. T- I, 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 I don't know this. Uh, I know it uh, when it comes to the Psalms. But I, I'm not sure. I, I, their divisions and chapters are the same as our... I mean, a scroll originally had no division in chapters. When we were in Israel this last time and, and we were... Is the scroll of the book in Jerusalem... Uh, not the scroll of the book, the shrine of the book. So the shrine of the book in Jerusalem is a complete scroll of the book of Isaiah. And to walk around the book of Isaiah, the scroll of Isaiah as it's totally unwound, is about the size of this room. That's one scroll. And um, there's no divisions in it. It's just one scroll. (laughs) We made our poor guide, um, his name just escaped me, Ellie, Ellie. we made him find Isaiah 53 and read it for us. He found it and he read it for us in Hebrew. But, you know, um, so I don't know how it's divided up today. I do know this, though, uh, in the Psalms, the Psalms are numbered the same as ours, but what we have for a title, they often have for verse 1. So, so Billy, are there chapters and verses in the Hebrew Bible? You don't know? Okay. All right. But anyway. So, so anyway. So, 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 this is the Tanakh. Okay? It is the same thing that we have Okay? Only it's in Hebrew. And I surely can't read Hebrew. Uh, a few words. Uh, but, uh, and again, the an interesting thing about Hebrew, um, this would be the beginning of the book if you were reading Hebrew. And instead of reading from left to right, they read from right to left. So, the back of the book is their front of the book for them, and they read starting on the right and going left. So if you have an interlinear Bible, and, you know, it has Hebrew, you've you got to remember you're reading from right to left. I remember having to learn that when I was using my interlinear Bible and thinking, oh, this is confusing. But, uh, but anyway. So open your Bible with me uh, to Matthew 22. Matthew 22. Jesus says to the Sadducees in Matthew 22, verse 29, he says this. Jesus answered and said unto them, ye do err not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. Now what was he speaking to them about? The resurrection. And of course the Sadducees were one of the religious sects at that time that did not believe in the resurrection. So they were sad, you see. And um, so, but, but anyhow, what did Jesus accuse them of? Not Knowing the scriptures. And it's, there's a lot of people, we can accuse a lot of Christians even of not knowing the scriptures. But, the Jewish people have the very words of God. The inspired, inerrant, infallible word of God from Genesis from to, Malachi. to Malachi of course it's different arrangement you understand what I'm saying and in that old testament like buckshot from Genesis to Malachi are passages about the messiah and prophecies about the messiah and that's what we're going to be looking at so that number 1 we could we could see the prophecies and the fulfillment and then know when we read our New Testament and, Jesus, and there's a prophecy in the New Testament, just as God has been true to His Word, He'll be true to His Word still. So it'll encourage us. Number two, it will help us to understand the Jewishness of our faith. And number three, it will help us to be able to share our faith with our Jewish friends. Share the faith with the Jewish friends. And... Um, I think I've shared this with you. Um, I don't know how many of you have Facebook. You could probably watch it on- online. One O N E, one for Israel. There are so many testimonies on there of Jewish people coming to faith in Christ, and some of them are fascinating and exciting stories. And God, remember the Gospel, Romans one sixteen. Who does the gospel go to first? the Jew. So we better make sure if we're going to evangelize a Jewish person, we know how to reach them, and we can reach them using the very Bible they have, okay? Don't worry, uh, I don't know Hebrew, their Bible, very few Jewish people know Hebrew, so they have an English translation as well, okay? So, let us not be like the Sadducees of Matthew 22, who Jesus accused of not knowing the Scriptures, but rather let us not only know the Scriptures, but also, also the author and subject of the Scriptures. Now, one final note before we end this introductory lesson. Next week we'll get into Genesis 3.15. But there is also in Judaism what is called the, the Talmud. And the Talmud consists of uh, three parts. Uh, the Talmud consists of the Mishnah, which is oral tradition. Okay? It, can, it, it consists of, number two, the Gemara, which is a commentary on the oral law. And number three, the Midrash, or interpretation and commentary on the Tanakh. We will not be speaking on this topic during this series. Every time Jesus pointed out the errors of the Pharisee, it always had to do with their what? Tradition, their oral tradition, their, their Mishnah and their um, uh, Gemara. So we're not going to be looking at that because that's the traditions of men. And that deals with everything from agriculture to mysticism. And,
1: you know, that's why you've got a lot of
0: different sects even within Judaism. Okay? So anytime Jesus questions them, remember, it's the tradition, not the scripture. Jesus never, ever questioned the scriptures. But, but their traditions, and maybe their, their interpretation, interpretation of the scripture. Okay? So, I, I hope that this was uh, a little bit instructive. I know it's a little dry, sorry, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll look ahead and, and see the actual things. Yes, Paul?